All right, sweet ride. How's everyone doing? If you're watching this now, you're watching the replay because no one's in by now. Um, anyway, I got a fun guest, uh, one with a, a great laugh and a great sense of humor. I got the lovely Miriam Schwab from Stratic. Uh, Miriam, so let's before we we'll get to the topic. Uh, first, why don't you tell us like a little bit about you? What's your story? Um, why you started a business? Uh, just a little bit, kind of about your background and and how you got into Stratic. Maybe a short brief of Stratic first, and then tell us how we got there. Okay. So I'm Miriam Schwab. Uh, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Stratic. Stratic converts WordPress websites to static and headless architecture in one click, which is generally something that's really complicated to achieve. And by doing that, we make WordPress sites um, faster, more performance, basically unhackable and scalable. And uh, you don't have to change how you do things. Regular WordPress, click of a button, and you get that type of output. So that's Stratic. Well, wait, um, what, what does it mean, a, a click of a button? Like, uh, does, like, what does this click of a button do? Like any so button? You, no, so we add a very special button to WordPress. So people, you know, if you log into your WordPress admin, if you have a WordPress site, you're familiar with the WordPress admin. Um, that's where you go in to edit content, add posts, whatever, whatever you do. Um, so you do all of that. And then once you're finished making those changes, we add another button to the WP admin bar, which goes across the top and you just click it and then it deploys those changes to a static replica of the site. So the static replica looks and acts exactly the same as your original WordPress site, um, except for that it's kind of just like the front end chopped off of the back. So the, the WordPress engine, servers, all this stuff that actually can cause quite a mess and um, a lot of the pain and issues that WordPress user experience is all left behind. And the static version of the site um, is just, it's fast and secure and performance and every reliable. Um, and you don't have to throw away your existing site to get that. You don't have to redo anything and you don't have to learn new tooling. You use WordPress as usual. And, uh, and then you get that very modern, very reliable, very secure output. So that's awesome. Stratic. All right, so that's Stratic in short. So basically for someone that doesn't understand this stuff, uh, how would you how would you explain it? it basically your base what people think is their actual website they're not exactly looking it at it directly do you know what i mean yeah it's it's um people describe it in different ways the static version of the site it's like a, a snapshot um or in a way it's like a mirror of it but uh you know everything on it looks the same and acts the same as the original site so if you have uh bunch of pages in your navigation on your WordPress site, they're there. If you have forms, they're there and they work. Um, and, you know, all the blog posts, they're all there. The pagination, it's, it's all there. Um, we also make sure to support things related to SEO. It's very important to us. So uh, um, if you're using a plugin like Yoast SEO, then uh, your static version of your site will also have all your XML sitemaps, which are really important, and robots.txt. And, um, and 301 redirects, we support those as well. You can manage those on WordPress as usual, and they get applied to the static version of the site. Oh, and another benefit of the static version of the site is that because it's fully static, unlike a regular WordPress site where uh, the content pages on WordPress are not static files, they don't actually exist. When you well, why, why don't we take a step back and why don't site, you explain why don't you explain what static yeah. what a static is for those that so okay, uh, yes. so okay. for those of us that aren't website dorks, um, why don't you <laughs> <laughs> what did someone just call me recently? It wasn't a, door, a website dork, but it was something on that level, and it is accurate. Uh, it was, um, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> um, so static doesn't refer to the interactivity of the site. So uh, it's actually a challenging term because uh, people are like static. I don't want a static site. I want my site to be internet interactive dynamic and all that kind of stuff. Whatever. So dynamic and I want people to be able to like enjoy it. There should be images and videos and all this kind of stuff. And all that stuff exists on a static site. The static site um, means it refers to its architecture. So uh, the architecture is a static architecture in that it's the pages aren't being generated for you on the fly as you request to view them, which is how it is on a regular WordPress site. And so that's called dynamic architecture. Uh, static architecture is every page exists on its own. They're pre-rendered. And so they, nothing has to be generated on the fly for you, the users. All the work has been done already before you view the page. So it uh, becomes available to you really quickly. And, um, and because of that, you can fully use a CDN and, uh, and then What's it's that? everywhere. So, oh yes, also a good question. Um, Ethan, I am a, a internet dork or web dork, so it's it's yes. like this is what exactly this is what it's in my was accurately <laughs> below the belt. Thank you, Aton. You have the yeah, greetings it's, from it's, Geneva it's from Smadar. Yes. Uh, what's CDA? What did you say? CDN. So right, yeah, no CDN, CDN. Um, a CDN is a content delivery network. And uh, what that means is that, uh, so in, in the olden days or in the current days, in many cases for WordPress sites, your WordPress site sits on a physical server somewhere. And that physical server is in a geographical location. So let's say it's in Texas, in the United States. That means that anyone who wants to view your site actually has to, their internet, whatever connection has to travel across the world. Let's say they're in Europe cross oceans and whatever, and then get your information and then bring it back to the browser. So that can be slow. So the point of a content delivery network is that it creates replicas of your site in what is known as edge locations, as in it's mm. like locations around the world. So, so it doesn't have to travel that, that far person. all the time. Just, it, exactly. it, it kind of mirrors your site at a regular basis. So you can come in and so you, you don't have to travel all yeah. the way around the world. Okay. Got it. Miriam, you're in the future is what I'm starting. I started like you're in, you're in the future. All right. So we already got questions on the topic. So you got any questions? Let's start. Like what makes the website suck or not suck, which is like, uh, which is a great question. But I so let's, let's talk about, I think we should talk about the two main topics and then we can, if we want, we can get into conversion rate optimization, things like that. Um, but uh, so let's talk about secure. And then, and then let's talk about speed. Actually, talk about speed first. I actually, um, as an advertiser, I care a lot about that. Even though we work with a lot of cybersecurity, we really care about secure. But let's do that too. Um, all right. So secure. What makes a website secure? Other than let's say using Stratic, but like, well, how would you define a secure website? You know, uh, someone just asked me, what is the most secure with way to run WordPress? And I said, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I hear fine. Okay, okay. I said, uh, don't run WordPress at all. <laughs> and what I mean is that um, when you're running a, a WordPress site or a site that's based on the dynamic architecture that I described, um, it has many layers of potential vulnerabilities from the operating system of your server up to the languages and databases that it uses to manage the content. So that's PHP, MySQL, and then WordPress itself. And then WordPress sites tend to have a lot of plugins and at any given time any of those plugins could potentially have a vulnerability so keeping wordpress secure on all those levels 
is kind of like a cat and mouse game and it's ongoing and never ending. Um, so the best way to run WordPress is not to run it at all. And what I mean is uh, our approach, which generates the static version of the site, that's what the internet views. That's the only version of the site that the internet can access. And that site has none of those layers of vulnerabilities. They're all left behind in the WordPress site. And that WordPress site is in a special uh, environment that is not accessible to anyone unless they have permission. And, um, and it even shuts down when not in use for an additional layer of security. So that is the most secure way to run WordPress. But if you're not going the static route, then I'll just give some quick tips about like what you should do to your WordPress site to at least try to keep it secure. So first of all, uh, make sure you don't have a user with the username admin that comes default with WordPress and hacker bots know it. And so they'll just try to uh, ping away at your login page until it, they manage to maybe figure it out. So you don't even want that to be a thing. Is this when you give admin. us a, a list of things to do and each thing on the list we're like, okay, I'm guilty, guilty, guilty. Is this what's about to happen? <laughs> If you feel guilty, that's between you and yourself. You don't need to feel guilty. And no, you really don't because you're actually uh, like everyone else. <laughs> that's, right, yeah, that, it's very common. It's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's, that's that's why we created Stratic because 40, 41% of the internet now runs on WordPress. And like, it's really hard to keep it secure. So I'll just give a few more tips. What's, wait, what's the trend on that fact? I'll be interrupting. You can interrupt. Oh, uh, what's the, no, is that yeah. trending up or down or is that? up it's it's crazy wordpress grows something like three percent every year in terms of its market share which is Whoa. larger than the next largest platform's whole market share so the next largest platform is shopify and it's um, it's less than three percent so wordpress is growing three percent every year and that's after people have been saying for a long time wordpress's days are over i actually was in that camp for a bit as well um you know it's legacy it's old school it's time for something new but um, what I've seen throughout my WordPress career, which has been quite long, I've been in the world of WordPress for like 15 years, is that new stuff comes along all the time. And then everyone goes, this is a new shiny thing. Goodbye, WordPress. And then they try the new shiny thing and it's lacking a lot of functionality, usability, extensibility and tooling that WordPress has. And then people miss WordPress and they come back to it. And that's happening now, even with this modern trend of what's known as Jamstack and Headless. I don't know if you guys have heard this term, these terms, but... um. Uh, developers pretend. are very excited about it and for good reason you can pretend yeah just like cvn um but it's uh, it's very complicated to use and manage and so people start with jamstack and very often come back to wordpress and we've seen that a lot of stratic okay cool so back to what makes things your, your website suck from a speed <laughs> issue let's start there right so for those that don't know okay. you might think okay speed right we load a page we're like come on load already okay we get that but from a marketer's perspective uh Google, other search engines, and even social media platforms now increasingly, they want to improve the user experience. Um, so if they're going to click on and leave their platform to your website, they don't want them to be frustrated that they're sending you to a website that loads slowly. So both for SEO and for ads, as an example, search engines demand excellent speed time on desktop and mobile. They also demand security, which we'll touch, which maybe we'll get to. Um, so what we need to be able to do is make sure our speed is fast so we don't get penalized both on SEO and ads. Um, right, so the, that's the explainer. So what can people do to uh, speed up the site? I mean, in general, right? So people talk a lot about you know shrinking images and there's a lot you can do. What, what are some generic, as a, as a WordPress wizard, 
what are some generic tips you have for people using WordPress or other sites to speed it up? And then if you want, you can, uh, yeah, I'd like to hear more. Speed and performance is an ongoing battle. It's almost in many ways more painful than the security battle to some extent, because the security battle is almost, it's, it's pretty clear. Um, but uh, with performance, every site is built differently. And so the performance issues come from different places, which is very, very frustrating. So if you look online, you'll find tons of posts that go, here's how to speed up your site. And then they'll say, you know, optimize images, um, use caching plugins. And all of that is, is true. Oh, minification. But I'll explain the challenge with all of them, which is not going to make anyone feel better about anything. Um, so optimizing images is actually like a pretty easy win. Um, you can't really go wrong with it. You, with your eyes, can see if an image is over-optimized or not. Like, that's the issue with optimizing images. You don't want it to lose the quality to the extent that it's, it stops being a useful or beautiful image. So, but once, but you can shrink it, and then that's great. Um, minifying CSS and JavaScript, which means, like, uh, when you write code, you have spaces in between. So it smushes everything together to get rid of the spaces, which are considered characters as well. And, but it often breaks things. So that's a, that's like hard. Caching. So WordPress has a lot of caching plugins um, that you can install. Some of them have pretty good out of the box default settings. So a very good caching plugin is um, WP Rocket. Uh, people have good results with it uh, with the default settings. And, and the reason I'm emphasizing default settings is because when you look at any of these caching plugins, you'll see like a billion options. And then it's really complicated and confusing, and you can easily overcache. Overcache means you cache your site to the point where if you make updates to your site, it doesn't get published and people can't see it, which is very frustrating. And if you under cache, then you lose the benefit of caching. So that's really challenging. Um, I think that one of the best things that uh, people can do to speed up their site is to choose a high quality hosting provider because uh, that already will make a difference. Like a, some of what can slow down a site is, um, like load on other pages on your site, or if you're like on a lower tier of hosting, you're on shared hosting. And so if other sites are getting load, that will impact your site as well. So, uh, and you can try to use a CDN, but CDNs can only be partially used on regular WordPress. Um, so it's, I'm sorry that I don't have like great news or like a one, one trick pony type thing here, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a very frustrating thing. Oh, and if you, I'm sure, all of you have run your sites through Google PageSpeed Insights um, or Lighthouse. And uh, there's always uh, remove render blocking JavaScript. Okay. Oh, no, no human being can remove render blocking JavaScript. Like you need a developer and it often can demand quite a bit of work to restructure your page so that uh, stuff loads in a better order. And yeah, it's, uh, it's really frustrating and you know, Google's going to be rolling out their core web vitals update soon. Um, it's supposed to be mid-June, so let's say next week or something, and we'll see what that means yeah. for everyone. But in the meantime, I feel like the internet's freaking out over it, which is it's probably just your circle. In my opinion, it's freaking out. Uh, Maybe we're all, we're all in our yeah, world. could be. <laughs> anyway, uh, a LinkedIn user, I think it was Ayala, it's a good explanation on CDNs. We're going to get back to why your website sucks and doesn't suck. That will be a recurring fee. Dan says, uh, what about in session pop-ups and self-promoting banners that take it oh. over your screen? Yeah, I think someone wanted, I think Dan needed to get something off his chest. 
which I thank you for speaking. <laughs> You're speaking for us all, though. I appreciate someone it. Someone specifically. Yeah. Is that right? Like, like no, today? It's terrible. They don't still do yeah, that, do they? No, so a lot of media sites, unfortunately, still do, especially in Israel, they still do that. But they're going to be penalized. That's, I guess, the good thing about the Core Web Vitals. The Core Web Vitals is looking for things that happen on the screen. It's called a cumulative layout shift. Like, does the screen look one way and then shift to another way? Which is what happens with pop-ups, right? Like, the screen loads, and then suddenly there's something else happening on the screen. Google, Google no likey. So uh, sites are going to have to stop doing that and figure out other ways to spam us and, uh, you know, whatever. But, um, but that's not going to go over well. And so, yes, that sucks, Dan. You are correct. What about exit pop-up when you're about to exit the page and they have a pop-up? What's up with that? Is that going to be also? Because that's commonly used in B2B companies, tech companies. Yeah. And, and actually to, to good, right. good success often. So. Totally. Um, so with that, with the pop-up ads on the exit, uh, it's like, it's one of those things where it's always like, a, it's an annoying thing, but it's effective. And yeah. I don't, I don't think it's too intrusive um, in general. Like I don't love it, but I just click, click X and I'm out of there and that's fine. Um, Will they be penalized? I if Google's going to notice that. I, I wonder if that would even pop up for Google's bots because uh, it pops up when someone's leaving, right? Uh, like about to Correct. leave or the site thinks. So it's possible that for a lot of Google's tests, Google, Google PageSpeed, Google has like way too many ways to get, get a score for your site. Google PageSpeed Insights, Lighthouse, and then uh, in the dev tools in your browser, and they all can show you different things, but um, Google PageSpeed Insights is based on humans and Lighthouse is based on like lab. They call it a lab, which is like robots. Um, I imagine that most tests wouldn't show that type of pop-up because it's not the first thing that's happening, it's the last thing that's happening. So yeah, I don't know. It's so hard to say at this point until uh, until Google rolls this out how it's going to impact people. I I actually wonder is Google going to roll it out and then everyone's going to like suffer, or is are they going to roll it out and then it's just going to have made like almost no difference to anyone? Probably it's the possible. latter. It's very possible it'll be the latter. Yeah. Like everyone's making themselves crazy and maybe maybe they don't have to. I don't know. But I would still say regardless of Google, let's say forget Google for a second. You want your site to be fast because it's a better user experience um, and it can help your site perform better for your business. Like the faster your site is, the longer people stay there. That's just statistically. The higher chance of them converting to leads or customers, whatever you want them to do. The higher chance that they're going to spend more time on other pages. So in general, you want to offer a better user experience, but you can have a fast site with poor core web vital uh, scores. So uh, if, if it was up to, if I, and I don't know what's going to be, I would say focus on speed. Just try to make your site experience faster for humans. And hopefully Google will follow in terms of seeing the benefit of that. Are there, uh, just a couple of quick comments. Madar, I didn't understand your question about LinkedIn and Twitter, what they use. If you want to elaborate, that would be great. Um, yeah, they, we'll talk more about user experience, but you mentioned Google a lot. Do you think there's something another search engine does better than Google, other than security, which there are many, and privacy, which are many. Um, I know some people are saying DuckDuckGo and Brave are actually better search engines. They're not like humanly filtered, they're more, they're, you know, also like manipulated. So they're actually more accurate and better in some ways. Um, are there better search engines in your opinion? Like, are there, is there something other search engines do better? I, I still don't think so. Um, I think Google's, personally, Google search results are the highest quality still. 
Um, and so that's why people continue to use it. I think DuckDuckGo has a lot of potential and promise. And I wish and hope for the internet that they will succeed and become so amazing that people will just focus on them uh, for privacy. And just because Google's like a crazy monopoly that kind of just encompasses the whole web and that's not really healthy for No, it's not. Anyone. Did you hear what their diversity person said? If I were, I don't know how I could be a Jew because I want to kill a bunch of murder people. This is the head of diversity yeah, at Google. I know, but that's one person in a, I don't know, how many people in that company? Yeah, it's head of diversity, ironically, yeah. right? I know, it's very ironic. It's not a random employee. Yeah, I know. It's not ironic, there's a coincidence there, but whatever. Anyway, so back to user yeah. experience, right? Dan says, I think timing and frequency, the problem. Papa's take. Uh, yeah, frequency is huge. Google Ads is good about this, actually. And side note, so on display and YouTube, you can actually choose the frequency of how often someone sees ads in the ad, ad group, and campaign. So Google Ads figured this out years ago. So I'm sure they're, I'm assuming their robots are taking into account timing and frequency, too, uh, for user experience. That's a really, it's a really great point. Um, yeah. All right, cool. So. Other than, uh, so you mentioned a bunch of things, people talk about site speed and those are the main things, but what about, so security, you said uh, don't use admin, all right, because people know to do don't that. Don't use admin. And I can't do, yeah, and should I change that. my password from password one, two, three? No. No, no okay, that's password fine. password one, two, three, four is, is better. That's actually what it was. I didn't want you to give it away. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Maria. Dude, you're really ruining this Everyone's for me. Everyone's like, admin. Password's on the internet. Now the internet knows. Because they didn't before. Uh, so other than, all right, so making sure. Um, which, have, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, don't use admin. Have a, a complex password. Don't follow Yoel's lead on that. <laughs> Right. Do see, like um, I said, I do the opposite of everyone else. I, I hope that's the case. Yeah. So don't don't use admin. You're like nobody's gonna try that anymore. Yeah. Don't no, I don't have, have a complex password and complex passwords. Make sure your passwords are the same on multiple in multiple places. I'm just saying that out loud. Although you say that, um, but people don't understand why. Because even if your password is totally right. secure and you never gave your uh, WordPress password to anyone, this goes for anything. If you use that password for something else. Um, let's say something that, that's a waste of time, like Facebook, and um, you log in, you use that same password, and then and they steal it, right, because of a security breach from Facebook or Target or wherever, and then they'll just they'll just run that and a million other passwords with admin and whatever, and they'll eventually get in. And so that's the problem with duplicate passwords. Yes. All right, so other than, other than, uh, other than unique password and a unique email, um, Make sure you're using an SSL certificate. I think that pretty much everyone. Miriam, what's now, an SSL like, certificate? I think everyone has an SSL certificate, right? Uh, by now, it's like some uh, once in a while, I'll still come across sites that don't have an SSL or it's not fully implemented. Like, um, it's still serving up what's called mixed content. Like, some of the URLs in the site are still HTTP and they're not HTTPS. But SSL is an encryption thing. <laughs> um, if you'll know that a site is good, adjective. An SSL certificate because. I know, thingy. Uh, yes, and, uh, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Thank you. You see, yeah, I know. It's, it explains everything. So it's an encryption everything, thingy. Not everything. And uh, if you look in your address bar when you're on a website, if there's like a little lock um, next to the URL and also it says HTTPS, not HTTP, then you're okay. And that site is a reliable site, more or less, to, to view uh, at one point, and I'm sure it's continuing. A lot of hackers were um, using SSL certificates that they acquired from a free service called Let's Encrypt to make their sites look more legit. 
but they were not legit. So it doesn't always mean it, but it's still good uh, in general. So do that. Um, how long until isn't? How long do you think until this is just fun speculation? How long until the SSL certificate is no longer secure enough? Everybody need like an SSSL certificate. Oh my gosh, I I that is a good question, and I can't even think about it. I don't know. It's true. It's like a constant race. Uh, I Does that like worry you? Continue. No, no. What worries you? It doesn't actually. Um, about about the stage of WordPress. Actually, if you want to talk about your personal life, you can too, but or other things, but which is totally cool. <laughs> but at least for, like in your like looking at the future and the future of let's say website security, website speed, where WordPress or website building is going, is there something that you think is a drop of a drop of uh, security, speed, quality, integrity, or anything in when it comes to websites um, or, or WordPress? So a few years ago, I might have said that uh, WordPress really needs to work on its user experience, like in the admin, um, because it was starting to feel really clunky and like not intuitive. I mean, it never was, but you, they could get away with it when everything was like that. But like as web builders came along that are drag and drop, so you can like drag and drop a site into existence on Wix and a Squarespace is easy. And like there's just all these web building platforms, WordPress is page building experience was feeling very frustrating to non-technical users or users who didn't have a lot of experience with WordPress. So, but uh, there's an interesting project in WordPress called Gutenberg and it's- uh, Gutenberg, that's fun to say. Gutenberg. It can be fun with a few shots first. Gutenberg, I, I don't say. know, yeah. What kind of shots? Yeah. You're talking alcohol, right? Um, not the other, not the German shots, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, so that helps improve that side of things. And in terms of what worries me about WordPress, I don't know. It's going strong. Like, yeah, there could. It's. I hope that people continue to look at WordPress as like not like you know. Whenever there's tools that feel too comfortable, if you remember the days of Yahoo, that was the king of search, right? And like, if you get too comfortable, then you stop trying to always be the best. But for now uh and for the foreseeable future wordpress is in a very secure place not security wise right what's when when stratic um becomes a unicorn and you get and you get bored of all this winning um rumors have it you plan on creating a wordpress competitor is that is that true that's like a dream of yours no, no? okay Wait, did I get something wrong? I think I'd want to do. I know, oh I know. That's your partner. I know. It sounds like it sounds terrible, but it's just. I mean, <laughs> let's say compared to most people I speak to, it's just like, uh, just like you, you just, just comes out of your face. It's just like such the knowledge and passion and energy <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's <laughs> refreshing. Like I love what people. A... You know. Thank you. Well, I. I hopefully am applying that now at Stratic because I get to like build, I don't know, help WordPress be better for everyone. And so, yeah, I love doing it. I guess that comes across. Got it. What are what are the what are the greatest challenges for to be able to it's just do do you think is people do people not care about security and speed? It's kind of just like they just need a destination online, kind of like an, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, People tend to care about speed more than security. Um, security is kind of like uh, health insurance, or you know, you're like, like right. oh, it's a good point. You know, do I need it? 
oh shoot i should have had it that you know right after it's like oh i'll get it next week yeah you know what i mean yeah i'll yeah. buy when i'm dead I'm fine i'm fine right and then oops i really should have had it and so with security it's hard for people to feel it's importance until they experience how important it is but the like when you're talking about larger organizations and companies um first of all they've been around enough they probably experienced security breach of some kind they don't want to ever go back there again or as a company they know that they have to try to never have a security breach because that would look terrible for them so then they they do take security seriously weirdly uh companies like kind of ignore their wordpress site very often like they'll have you know their own applications and all that stuff that's running and they're like constantly trying to keep it secure and then but they have this other application that's running which is wordpress it's a piece of software it's the window to their company this is how everyone perceives them sees them and how they generate leads in many cases for SaaS tech companies for example and they're like whatever will be fine there's no whatever will be fine people are coming around to the importance of uh treating their wordpress site seriously um but i still i'm often surprised i'll talk to like pretty sophisticated companies and uh and they like are using a cheapo outsourced dev that can barely speak English to maintain their WordPress site, which is their lead generating machine. Like, why is that the place where you're trying to save on costs when it's such an important tool for you? I don't know, but um, but people people do understand. And so they, and the ones who are more savvy are looking for solutions. And the ones who are even more savvy already know to be looking for headless and static solutions for WordPress. And so when they find us, they're pretty excited. That's cool. Do people get more savvy than that? If they do, their last name is Schwab. Uh, like no. Oh yeah, <laughs> super savvy. So LinkedIn, LinkedIn has this new feature that they're like testing and growing. Uh, I'm curious your thoughts on this. Uh, probably, or you may not have any. I don't know. That basically they're trying to like start building landing pages and your website on LinkedIn on your business page. So. What? Uh, I understand. Yeah. So basically, like, let's say right now, let's say you want to have a you want a case study, right, or a testimonial, yeah. or whatever. Instead of or in addition to having it on your website, it can be a tab on your LinkedIn page, and you can actually customize it, drag and drop with like Wix. Oh. I don't know if I'm allowed to use that word in front of you, but oh, no, you so I I am okay. What, what, what word bothers you the most? Is there like one word that like gets people angry in the industry? Oh my gosh. Well, people definitely get angry about Wix in the industry, but I do not. So it's okay. Why? What's up with builder. that? Why, why does it bother? Why does it bother people? Oh, it's 41% like market share. Are people too tribal? Yeah, it's, it's like in no, sports or politics, which we're not allowed to talk about. Um, <laughs> or, or like Wix, WordPress. Wix. No? Yeah, it's almost like that. Like two teams. Like, it's, tri oh it's tribal. It's fine. Right? It's like, it's a team. What team are you on? To a certain extent, I mean, the the rivalry between the two two platforms goes back to the founders. But I'm not going to get into that because oh wait, it. really? But, I didn't know it was um, personal. Now, now, see, I knew you. You're, I knew you had gossip. What's the what's the scoop, Miriam? What's the hot gossip about WordPress? What's, well, yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> I will tell podcast? you, Miriam. Are you doing, are you doing a, a WordPress? Are you doing a podcast? A WordPress podcast? No. Why not? Oh, I, I like. 20 meetings a day and I have to uh, do other things with my children in the other hours and like, I don't have time. Send your kids on those meetings and then you can, then you have time. 
<laughs> to take the meetings for you. What yeah. I should do a podcast about WordPress? Too? I don't know. I I, see, look, look, you're passionate. You know your stuff. You know the background. You're not like new to this stuff, right? You you put your skin in the game, right? So, yeah. right, you've you guys have wonderful funding by great founders. So, anyway, I just thought it would be. I don't know. It seemed like people want to hear what you have to say. And all, most importantly, you have a great personality. But. <laughs> Anyway, Go if on. you don't want to, that's on you. Uh, no, I'm being serious. People see that. I mean, you're funny. Uh, you have a good sense of humor. Anyway, so yeah, so do you see that? So f the, the Wix and WordPress thing, well, what is this a tribal thing? Does it really matter? Is this two different markets, right? So yeah, like uh, I'm obviously a huge fan of WordPress, right? I've been, <laughs> I've been in the WordPress world for 15 years. I organized five WordCamp conferences in Israel. I've flown to con WordPress conferences outside of Israel to speak. I'm very actively involved. And so go WordPress. But when people ask me where they should build their website, if they're like a new business, um, they don't have the resources to like have WordPress implementers or developers build a site for them. I'm like, go do it on WordPress, on Wix. Go to Wix, drag drop, you'll have your site, you'll have your five to 10 pages. It's great. You'll start off with a web presence and it will cost you very little and you can do it yourself. It's really great for that. I, in my opinion, Wix is good until a certain point. Like when you need your site to actually work for you and bring you results and be a useful tool, then it's time to move to WordPress. But then hopefully at that point, also the business is at a stage where it can handle like the complexity of WordPress because it is a bit more complex. Um, but other than that, Wix is great. And Wix powers, I don't know, millions of sites and it's always growing and good for them. Good for them. They're, they're targeting an audience that needs it. But they recently uh, had like a round of um, ads that they published, uh, I think only on YouTube, but it was Wix versus WordPress ads. Wix did these ads. And it was like just, just totally like bashing WordPress on every level. Um, people in the WordPress community got very offended by it. I actually thought some of them were why? really funny. <laughs> why did they get offended? I offended? saw one of them, we shared it around our, our Wadi digital team. They're, they were funny. They're, 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 yeah. I mean, they're punching was, up. Like, what is the market share? 1% versus 41 or something? Yeah, exactly. It's like, fine. Go, I was go like, for just take it. Oh, just take it oh like, what, what else was this? I know. It's, it's, it's fine. Like, and also, cool. these are problems. Are people that overly a lot sensitive of people in your industry? Um, I you know it's like it's it's a huge industry so you know there's going to be sensitive sensitive people people are more sensitive and less uh, you know maybe it's good to be a bit sensitive I probably should be more sensitive to things and get offended more often but I don't uh, no, <laughs> not worth the energy no, no exactly energy. it's fine and like also it's lacking self confidence in the industry like WordPress is going strong it's growing way more than Wix's total market share like it's okay that they put out some ads that. I don't know how many people saw them. No and one some did. Some of them were actually funny. I, I think it was, yeah, only it was probably to troll WordPress lovers. Yeah, I think to a certain extent. Yeah. That's what it was but, for, which is, um, I, love, I love the internet trolling. I think it's great. I think we need more of it and should be welcomed. Because you can like, <laughs> I mean, no, maybe. it makes things fun, right? Like you can like, why not? Like it's just, it's never personal. And if it's like tongue in cheek and uh, you know what I mean? And it's, you know, it's like, it's fun. Yeah, and by the way, done, you don't think WordPress will improve yeah. based on, I saw the one about like the, was it like the, the connection or the speed? It was like, I don't know, pause and I don't remember. It was like glitchy, one of their ads making fun of WordPress or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so fix it and do an ad back. I don't know, what's the big deal? No, right. Or don't do an ad back. It's fine. We can all just ignore it. But part of that campaign was that uh, Wix chose WordPress influencers. I don't know based on what and sent them a box. I 
and the box said top secret. And then you, you it had a QR code and you open it up and it was like these really nice Bose noise canceling headphones. Um, I was one of the fortunate people to get it. And I was very happy to get it. Great. Thank you, Wix, for the amazing headphones. I gave them to my son because I just use AirPods because they're smaller and easier. I like them better. But my son's very happy. Thank you, Wix. Like, I'm not going to be offended by that. And people were, and then there was the whole thing. Why didn't I get them? Why did you get them? And then why are you sending them to us? We're WordPress people. Whatever. It's fine. Don't get more sensitive. <laughs> Okay, fine. I won't. Good. Lovely. Okay. So back to people. Let's talk a little bit. Uh, last final things. Anything else about security that you would think people should know about about their website? Oh, or is I'll it kind of like I'm too small? Um, so if you if you are running WordPress like in standard way and like you you're not really a security person, I do recommend installing a, a plugin called WordFence. It it can slow down your site because it does a lot. But on the other hand, it like uh, it limits login attempts. One of the ways that hackers try to get into the site is they'll just keep pounding your uh, login page. Mm -hmm. So when it sees that there's like suspicious activity like that, it will block the IP, which is good also for performance. Because um, in my agency days, we had a site that was DDoSed just because of the login attempts. Like um, that uh -huh. constant hammering of the login page took this <laughs> took the site down. That's WordPress. So yeah, crazy. So By the way, this, this happens to me um, all the time. I like forget my password for Bank Lumi. <laughs> like, damn it, I'm like oh locked out. <laughs> <laughs> Come again, back let's all learn from Yoel how he managed. Right, and then I change my passwords, and then I never remember it again, and it won't let me use an old password. Well, you know why I'm not remembering your Lumi password? Because it's not password one two three four. It's just unfair that it can't be that. I keep adding a digit and I forget, you know, so that, you know. <laughs> to make it complex. <laughs> so I remember, it was, I thought, was it one, two, or one, two, three, one, two, three, four? Because it's not a five at the end. <laughs> Exclamation like, and at sign. Five in this one. <laughs> <laughs> one, one. <laughs> this is like the old days Yellow of passwords. security like, experts. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was like my MySpace password. You know, like back in the day when no one didn't, when passwords didn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. when, when they're like security, what's that? You know, it was like, it was a joke. Right. Anyway. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, Miss Penrod says that those commercials are hilarious. I agree with her. They uh, were hilarious. Yeah. I think I only saw, I think I saw two. I don't know how many there were, but anyway. The one yeah, about I think the plugins with the conflicts, conflict, there's one called uh, about plugin conflicts. If you can find it, it's really funny. The plugins start like slapping each other <laughs> really oh, oh yeah i didn't so, see that one yeah. i'll have to find it yeah. anyway i'm sure you, you can you can look up uh, wixers wordpress uh videos uh commercials yeah. uh all right so let's talk about maybe a little bit about uh maybe like conversion optimization or just you've seen so many websites right i mean so oh, much yeah. so you probably you have this um this is where we're, we're redoing our site and three months for bringing someone on just for that. Um, wow. so it's been delayed and delayed. Like we don't need to, but it's like, we're very busy and we've- Oh, it's the story of all of our lives. And my agency, we like redid the site once and then we should have redone it like since then. I know, we well, last time I made it, I was like boutique. It was like me and a freelancer, right? It's, but it's yeah. like a boutique look and now it needs some more who my clients are. But then I, I asked a client too. about, I asked some clients about rebranding. <laughs> And they said, like, why would you rebrand? You have a fantastic, like, name and image and things. And like, yeah. like, are you, are you, do you need more business? I was like, no, like, you know, we don't need, like, 
so why are you wasting your time? It's, not, it's like, not exactly right? connected to that, like rebranding, but um, but you're I agree with whoever that person was. Like uh, your name and your company name are very strong brands. Like don't change that. But right, you, but the look. I'm not saying that you need to, to, but you could like refresh. You know, I love the yeah. of the the wadi, and like you could keep that. Like, uh, right. Sunny yeah. Or, we're looking but, at it. Uh, maybe, you know, like a little bit of a logo. refresh and that's, you're good. Well, I, you know what? The funny thing is that like, I go on my website the least, you know what I mean? Like how often are you on your website? No. <laughs> it's like, no, it doesn't even occur to me. I, someone's like, Hey, you, know, yeah. you have a, this like thumbs off, like with one of your pages, someone sent me like an email, like, yo, like, by the way, or through the site. And I was like, I didn't know we had that page. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, I haven't been in my. You know what I mean? I know that was terrible, but like, how often do people go to your go to your website? I, like, I'm in my I'm in my site because we I send like content to people because we have some useful blog posts and some your resources. Blog, that, that's what we do. I send, but um, we were like, we need security content, and we're like, we're gonna write new security content. We don't have like a page for it. We're, Rebecca, who I've been working with since my Illuminate days, we both forgot that we had sat together and written this page about security and published it on the site. And we were about to do it again. That that was a stellar moment. Right. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a funny thing about people don't really go to their websites. It's kind of like, anyway, yeah. I should probably check more in, in my analytics more. But I mean, I don't know. Thank God we're, we, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not. Thank God we're doing okay. Uh, awesome, great. Um, all right, Miriam, anything uh, just a little bit about kind of like, how does one, if someone like starts, gets interested in WordPress or websites or like or coding or I don't know, what do you, how do you recommend like, or, you, or one thinks they might be interested in this as, as a vacation, as a career, right? How would one find out whether, A, this is the right direction for them and if so, it is such a large industry, like every industry, right? There's so many segments and niches and different skills that involve different parts of the brains, different personalities. Uh, how would one make a decision on how to focus and see if this is some, or or it may just be a talent to add to their talent stack? How would you advise? How would you advise someone? Oh, adding it to their talent stack is really highly recommended, if, especially if they're going to be working in anything related to marketing. Um, if you can say that you have a lot of WordPress experience, that's very valuable because everyone's using it as their marketing tool. So, um, I mean, it was way back when, but I find that the, you can, you can look up online. There's like WordPress 101 and learn WordPress. And we're, you know, there's like, I would, I would start with something like that where it's, you get to understand WordPress, not from the coding perspective, but from the use usage perspective, because there's a lot to learn around WordPress. Like, uh, what's the difference between a post and a page and um, how do I manage navigation and what are custom fields and uh, how do I install a plugin and how do I manage a plugin and hosting and security and like, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff. Um, but uh, I found, I always found that the best way to learn is to like actually do it. So even if you want to learn how to manage WordPress in general and understand everything that it does, um, to get some cheapo hosting, install WordPress and just start using it. And also uh, you can go to wordpress.org and download the latest version of WordPress. And then just take a look at, download it, it's a zip file, open up, look at the, the file structure and look at the files that are in there. Um, you know, just kind of take a look around to see what that's all about. Um, you'll notice particular top level folders that are important. So like wp-admin is where all the admin level stuff happens and you never ever want to change the code there. 
in the old days, people used to change the code in there and then there'd be WordPress updating and overwrite whatever you did. And then it was not pretty. Uh, and then there's the WP content folder, which is where like the dynamic stuff happens. So the plugins and the themes and all that. And so it's just interesting to see that. And then you can see the PHP code that's used to, to write um, all this stuff. And uh, I would, so I would down like install that on a server and then um, you can start editing the files and see what that does to the theme. Like the theme is the template. So make a small change and then like, you'll see how it gets applied across the site and you'll start to understand the structure around that. Um, if you want to go to that level, it's probably a good idea to learn JavaScript in many, in many ways. It's useful for WordPress and it's useful beyond WordPress. So it's a good skill to know. Um, and like maybe sign up to like a bunch of WordPress related newsletters or like follow different blogs that are writing useful content. There's a lot of useful content out there. Some Does your blog have useful? Favorite. What about your blog? What about Stratix blog? Mm, like we have content related to static WordPress and related to uh, just like our features. It's not useful that way, but we actually wrote a few really good uh, eBooks that I think people could enjoy. Ooh, I should share a link to that. Um, I'll put it in the comments after it's uh one is called the, the, uh, something like the ultimate guide to headless WordPress. And it explains this whole new approach to WordPress, what the benefits are, the challenges and, uh, and like, and then of course we explain where Stratic fits in. And, um, we were on another one that's more geared towards developers called the static first guide to WordPress. So it explains what you should keep in mind when you're building a site, if you want it to be static ready, like if you want to be able to event also run it in a static publishing platform like Stratic. Um, so I'll share links to both of those and people can download them. They might find that actually useful. So Sweet, yeah. Or you can check out, I guess, stratic.com slash blog. Is that a fair guess? Yeah, you are correct. <laughs> That's what okay, it is. Good. But um, the, the, the ebooks aren't there. We really, we're like slash resources. resources section. Sla oh, no, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Soon. Coming soon. Soon, coming soon. Like everyone else in their marketing plans, <laughs> coming soon. Yeah. You're not alone. Soon. soon. Yeah, soon. Like yeah. we promise to get more content for SEO. We promise. Okay, when next? Yeah. yeah. It's not easy. It's yeah, not. It's day not day easy. Day. I, I see here people are kind of moving away from content a little bit. They're saying, not from SEO perspective, but people say it don't really lead to many opportunities and whatnot greater resources such as oh, ebooks oh. and white papers and guides i feel like a lot of a lot of blogs is just a lot of noise a lot of the, the same shit even if you're in an extremely technical field and it's done more for seo and then there's no value add thoughts to create ongoing content that's really useful is really really challenging there are some companies that manage to do that um there's one in the jamstack space uh, that creates amazing content. They're called What's Jamstack? Is that is that a brand? Is that a, oh, is that a high school band? I saw them on work. So right? I've been talking. I, I'm. Well, no. It's uh. So I, I keep talking about static, and static is such a boring word. So someone realized nobody wants static, so they created this new term called Jamstack, which sounds like a stack, which sounds cool, and then you're not saying the word static, but it's kind of applies. To the same or you thing. can just so add an in R the Jam... in the middle of the word and call it static. Yeah, I don't know why people aren't doing that. <laughs> Listen up, world. That's the new Leave term. term. <laughs> <laughs> Just stratic everything, people. Stratic. They are stratic. There you go. I love it. Wonderful. Yeah. All right, Miriam, where can people find you? Uh, okay, well, I'm here on LinkedIn. Miriam there you Schwab. go. I'm on Twitter at Miriam Schwab. Um, and 
Can we plug um, your Facebook? Because you're one of my few people I, I follow on Facebook. I, I enjoy on Facebook. Oh, thank you. Okay, fine. I'm also Even though I often disagree I'm with there. you, but you're but you're very human. You should bring you should take oh, some of your you. Facebook posts and bring them on a LinkedIn. It would improve the platform. Just like all blogs I, are the I, same, so, so are all posts. It's getting pretty boring. I know. And on LinkedIn it's very dry and very like we are all professionals. But, yeah, uh, but it, I know you know how many people say, yo, I'll stick to LinkedIn or when I try to like talk about other things and I was like, Nope. Actually, my post today was going to be about, uh, what's his name, Logan Paul, boxed Mayweather. I don't know if you saw that. So he's like a YouTuber. Something Wait a minute. Then they did like a pay-per-view against like, you know, oh, yeah. the best boxer of all time. I mean, he's much older now. And just like, you know, you can do, you can have multiple talents. If anyone says like stay in oh. your lane, I, I don't think you should. Oh, no. I agree. It's one of my um, I guess I could do that. Right. I just, well, I, I try to keep the personal stuff separate, but, um, or personal angles. But uh, I appreciate you saying that. I'll think about it. Do it. Just do one. Do one of your more parv posts. See what happens. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sweet. Good. I got a commitment okay. from you. Awesome. So you can find Miriam Schwab <laughs> on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, or maybe Facebook. You can hit up that follow button. Um, yeah. Lovely. Awesome. And don't forget, everyone, set your logins to admin at your website.com. And the most secure password is password123, <laughs> uh, capital P optional, right? Okay. <laughs> what we all have to do is we have to go endorse you on LinkedIn for security after for, this Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> security is a little too – people are too serious about it. They are. Like, they should be serious, but the – don't know how to lighten up the topic, you know? All right. Thank you, Miriam. You've yeah. been awesome. I hope everyone you walked away learning thank how to you. secure your site a little bit more, make it faster, and to learn more to do it very quickly and inexpensively, check out stratic.com. Thank you, Miriam, for joining us. Thank you. Bye.